Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. And other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Remember, we have some new outlets out there. Uh, everything I do here on this podcast is also now available in video form on YouTube. Um, so if you prefer to uh, watch your content rather than listen to it, um, everything I'm doing, uh, the morning comments and these uh, longer form episodes, everything's on YouTube. Um, all this stuff is also on that new Amazon music platform. They've just allowed podcasts on there. So uh, I'm on there and pretty much every other podcast app you can uh, find. So if you're not subscribed to any of those outlets, certainly check them out and, and check out that new YouTube channel. Uh, everything in video form now. We are moving forward and I'm going to continue to work on that YouTube channel. I should be doing some uh, some pretty cool stuff with it uh, in the near future. Uh, I had a busy weekend. I've got another busy weekend coming up. I'm very tired. Uh, my wife and my family and I traveled to Michigan. We were up in Traverse City, which is way up north. My sister got married up there over the weekend. And, you know, traveling with kids on an airplane, uh, two airplanes in this scenario, we had a transfer in Chicago, is a pain. Uh, my kids are five, three, and 10 months. And we had three car seats. We had a crib. Uh, we had a stroller. We had a bunch of luggage. It's just, it's pretty much my worst nightmare in a vacuum. But, um, our kids are actually good travelers and it went fine and the trip was fun, but I, I cannot stand traveling, uh, with all of that stuff. And then this weekend we've got our first, uh, uh, bass club tournament, uh, in a couple of months, we usually take July and August off. And then we kind of resume in September. We'll fish September, October and November a little bit. So I will be down on the Tennessee river, uh, East, uh, kind of near Chattanooga this weekend fishing, um, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I wanted to do this, uh, talk about marketing meetings today because we've got marketing meeting season coming up or market outlook meeting or, or whatever you want to call it. But if you're a farmer, you're going to be invited to these meetings, whether the bank holds them, uh, your lender, uh, maybe it's a farm group you're a part of or or whoever. You're probably going to attend at least one or two of, of these meetings in the time frame from, say, after harvest uh, into the planting season. So really the, the big marketing meeting season is like, you know, November, December, January, February, a little bit into March, and, and then it kind of ends again when we get into planting season. I wanted to tell you a little bit about uh, my experience in marketing meetings, and I have done an episode similar to this in the past, but this one's kind of an update on it. Um, typically at a marketing meeting, what you're going to see are, are two things are almost always going to be featured. You're going to see somebody give you a rundown of the balance sheets, the USDA balance sheets. They're going to talk about carryouts and stocks to use ratios and export projections and what's happening in China and how big the Brazil crop is and, and all of that fun stuff. It's useful information. Um, it, it, you should be made aware of it. I find it to be incredibly boring, um, mostly because it's it's partially that's what I do all day is, is look at is look at that stuff. But also just for a farmer, 
I don't know that it helps you a whole lot. I don't know that knowing what the stocks to use ratio is in soybeans uh, and how it compares to the last five years, I don't know that that really helps you with your marketing a whole lot. Um, I, I, I think it's good information. I think it's good to have like a a working knowledge of that stuff. But at the same time, I, I don't know that it helps you. And in some cases, it can actually hurt your marketing, in my opinion. Um, the, the second thing that you'll see uh, beside those balance, besides those balance sheets would be weather forecasts. And uh, a lot of times, long-term weather forecasts, which I believe to be totally useless when it comes to grain marketing. Uh, you can't look at a long-term weather forecast, which may or may not be accurate, and do anything in regard to grain marketing based on that information. And and really the same thing can be said for the balance sheets. I don't think you can look at a balance sheet and 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 make a marketing decision based on that balance sheet. Those balance sheets are old news, guys. I mean, by the time USDA prints them after the trade has a day or two to digest them, they are old news. I, I don't know that this is uh, either of those items, the balance sheet stuff or the weather stuff. I really don't know that... Um, that any of that helps you. You're going to see somebody talk about crop insurance and some of the new policies. That stuff's very important. That's not my area of expertise, but uh, it is important. And and that stuff is is very relevant because it seems like the insurance programs are changing uh, constantly. And there's always something new that you need to be aware of, a new policy or, or a new change to the system. That stuff is good. Uh, the government policy stuff is good. Um, it, that stuff, again, kind of like the uh, the, the crop insurance thing uh, constantly changing, and they're kind of intermingled to some extent. But at the end of the day, when I look at, at those first two items in particular, the balance sheet stuff and then the weather stuff, I mean, what am I supposed to do with it? Am I supposed to predict what the market's going to do based on those items? Uh, I don't think you can do that. I'm, I'm a person who's aware that I can't predict prices. And I think that the balance sheets and, and focusing too much on them, focusing too much, especially especially on any sort of long-term weather forecast, which again, they, they are largely useless, um, it can confuse you more than anything or perhaps steer you in the wrong direction in some scenarios. So that's what you typically see. I'm going to tell you what I do with my marketing meetings. And I've made some big shifts in the last several years. You know, you live, you learn, you try to improve what you're doing. What I have done is gotten away from talking about anything related to current market conditions. Um, I don't talk about balance sheets. I Definitely, definitely do not talk about weather or anything related to weather forecasts. That's the last thing you'd ever find me talking about. What I've tried to focus on are items that can help farmers improve their grain marketing. Well, what does that mean? Let me give you an example. I did a podcast, I think it was earlier this week, about uh, having a separate line of credit set up or a security agreement set up for your hedge account. That's something that I believe every farmer can do. Uh, to help improve their marketing, help improve their chances of being successful in their hedging. And uh, that's an item that that everything can do. It applies to every year. It applies to everybody. And uh, I talk, I try to talk about things that are along those lines. I'll talk about spreads. I'll, I'll say, you know, here's the spread structure in a given market and how it typically acts when you want to look to capture carry, uh, when there is no carry, what to do in that sort of scenario. Spend a ton of time talking about the psychology of grain marketing, which I think is extremely important. Um, why is it so hard to sell when the market's up and everybody's bullish? Why is it so hard not to sell, to sit on your hands when the market's down and everybody's bearish? Um, 
I'll run through lists sometimes. I'll do a presentation. I'll say, here's the top five things you can do to improve your grain marketing, or here's the top five things to avoid in your grain marketing. And uh, I'll do things along those lines. I just think that I've had a lot more success helping people to improve and and simplify their grain marketing using that sort of strategy rather than talk about balance sheets or current market conditions or weather or anything along those lines. Um, so I've taken a different approach. I have, and I've, I've found it to be uh, uh, a big improvement for me. The people that I've done the meetings for, uh, I think have been very happy with them. It's, it's a different take, but it's a take is a taken and and a sort of conversation that is much 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 needed. It, it's very much needed in farm country right now. I don't think you need to hear about the balance sheets anymore. I don't think you need to hear about long term weather forecasts anymore. I think what the majority of farmers need, and and this isn't everybody, but I think the majority needs to uh, kind of go back to the basics, uh, get back in touch with the fundamentals of grain marketing. Um, learn some some best practices and and also some worst practices and how to avoid some of the pitfalls that's what i try to focus on so um uh at the end of this episode, uh, essentially what i'm doing is giving you an advertisement and uh i i hope that's okay if you have a a farm group whether you're a banker maybe you're a farmer with a lot of friends um maybe you uh work for the farm bureau or whatever you're planning your meetings this year you're looking for someone to come speak, get a hold of me, shoot me an email to info at standardgrain.com. We'll talk dates. Uh, we'll talk about the costs involved, which are pretty minimal. Um, I'd love to come out and talk to you. I really love traveling. I love going out uh, to the country and 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 visiting different areas, visiting different farmers, meeting people. Uh, it's been a great experience for me over the years. I'm going to continue to do it for a long, long time. So uh, shoot me an email. Uh, you can comment on the YouTube channel if, if you'd like some more information. Uh, but I'll come out and talk to you. I'd, I'd love to do it. I think I can bring a fresh approach to uh, your marketing meetings this year. Um, remember, if you need some help with your grain marketing personally, if you're farming, you're looking for some assistance, you, you want to get uh, my information and, and know what's on my mind every day of the week, sign up for that subscription service. Just go to standardgrain.com, click on grain marketing plan, uh, 49 bucks a month. You get the email every morning. You get the text message service. You'll know exactly what I'm doing. It's very easy to follow. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you uh, tomorrow morning, I guess.